0: Hi, I'm Rev. Carol Saunders, host of The Spiritual Forum. I'm here with a lot of interesting people who are consciously walking the spiritual path, experiencing and expressing the divine in unique ways and through unique lenses. Everyone here has wisdom to share and an interesting story to tell, all to inspire you on your spiritual path. Welcome to The Forum. All right, welcome everyone to The Spiritual Forum. I'm so glad you're here. I am here with part two with Michael Coyote, and we're going to be digging into some really cool stuff now. Uh, I think if you want to get his bio, you can look at the, the part one. I don't want to spend too much time introducing him again, but he's had a lifelong journey with as an engineer, scientist, musician, and spending time with Sufis and shamans and mystical Christians and meditation and all of that and is the author of a new book called isness science consciousness and spirit. So um welcome back again Michael.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here. It was yeah. a, it was a fun first half. I hope people watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do too. It was some kind of heavy talk but it's pretty simple too. <laughs> and you know, I think that what we were talking about is our divine nature. Uh, that's what I think we're talking about is mm-hmm. Is like who, who we are, who we're created to be. And just as a reminder, isness, as I wrote it down, had three principles. One is that the essence of our consciousness exists in the present moment. And the second is that we're on an infinite journey and we don't arrive and no one is on a better, further, more successful journey than anybody else. And the third is there's a universal consciousness and this is where we recognize that uh, we are one, and that there's a, a golden rule. So that what we do to others, we do to ourselves, and and so those are the three um, uh, the definitions or whatever of isness. Did I get that right?
1: I would uh, I would state the infinite journey as it is. It has no beginning. Has no end. Okay. Um, we and it's unique to every individual spirit Um, so for someone to tell you what they have achieved on their journey is what you need to achieve on yours is kind of irrelevant uh, unless it's relevant to your journey but the the point is that um when we live a life attempting to achieve some elusive goal and sacrificing our present moment we're giving up our journey which has no end so that's that's really the message about the infinite journey is that it's it's unique to you. and um, and there is no ultimate goal to achieve. There are lots of wonderful experiences along the way, but, you know, um, so many aspects of our life we're told that if we sacrifice, it we'll achieve something, uh, very often, in a, unachievable or elusive as a result of our compliance and sacrifice. And that's, that's the importance of the whole infinite journey concept.
0: Okay. So if somebody says, this is what I've learned on my journey, and this is what you will want to do too, that's not really applicable.
1: Could and, be. Uh, it could be. Could be.
0: But not necessarily so.
1: But not, so, not necessarily so.
0: So that bring brings us to like religion, where mm-hmm. you know, I've I've I found the truth. I found the truth and let me share it with you. And this is the truth. And as long as you do this A, B, C, and D, this is where all the doctrines and dogma and all come mm-hmm. in, then you too will find the truth. That that's kind of not not right.
1: Well, let's take it a step further. <laughs> <laughs> it's if you believe in this and you submit to our our belief system and our hierarchically controlled organization, you will achieve some elusive goal. Basically, it and 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 so what they're asking for you to do is not pursue your own journey. It, it this whole hierarchical control aspect is founded in the basic principle that everyone is inherently flawed and incapable of experiencing their truth and their reality on their own so therefore they need to be spoon fed that the the masses are incompetent we need to control them um which comes out of the fear of people controlling them their biggest fear of a peasant revolt so you have to control them so as not to have that because that's how they lose power but um uh, this is a prevalent thing across, it's in religion, it's in science, it's in academia, it's definitely in politics. Um, it it, um, it invades every aspect of our existence. Um, and I, I boil it down to a few sort of litmus test components of it. The first is, as I mentioned, you're just dirty fallen not capable not divine at all inherently evil um uh the 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 second is that you know if you submit comply obey with our belief system science politics religion spirituality whatever then um then you will achieve and it's always an elusive goal it's always mm-hmm. something that that you can't see anybody having have achieved it, um, except for the guys on late night TV who have the pool with girls in bikinis and three Ferraris and they say if you follow my system you can live like this too. But that's we all know that's that's a ruse. <laughs> 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 but um the, the 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 other aspect is is the um Dividing the population, creating divisive issues to divide people. Um, And, of course, that prevents a peasant revolt. But um, it also disconnects us from all of these things, by the way, interfere with the principles of isness, right? Right. One interferes with you have a sacred presence that exists just in the moment. The 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 other is we um your journey isn't infinite, you need to obey and comply so that you can achieve this thing when you die or when we win or whatever. Um and the the divisiveness is what makes us not acknowledge that we're all connected. Um and there's always there's always the um the elusive savior that will mm-hmm. come. And so therefore you you don't need to be responsible. You you know, because as long as you're part of the club, you're gonna be saved and it's gonna happen soon. Um we see this across religions organizations. It's it's an archetypal. I call it the savior syndrome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and all of these, all of these aspects of hierarchical control are designed to keep a handful of people in charge, who are equally enslaved with their power. <laughs> if you take their power away, they are, um, they are just as uh, destroyed as if you take the master away from an enslaved population. Just as lost. Um, but the, 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 the objective is to keep humanity from perceiving their birthright presence, keeping us living in fear and trauma, um, fear of the past or trauma from the past and fear of the future. Machiavelli would say, you know, a good leader is both loved and feared Mm -hmm. and that's how you lead. Um, and keep keep one from embracing their infinite journey, embracing the fact that its journey is is mine and mine alone. I have a unique perspective in this universal consciousness world. It's there for me to explore uh, with infinite possibilities, um, not encouraged. Um, and you know, you're separate from the person next to you. They're bad because they don't. Believe in our system. So, therefore, you know, um, you can do whatever you want to them. And um, you're on our side. So, you're on the side of good. Um, it, it's prevalent. We are persistently bombarded with this in every aspect of our reality I mean, literally, news media, academia, science, politics, religion, spiritual organizations. <laughs> They, they all they all take a page from the same book and, and and it's we probably can dive deep into how this happened to us if we are all born this sacred being with our own unique perspective, how did we get so far away from this and it's it's not our upbringing it's not you know what you're taught when you're growing up. it's you know it's this persistent, imposition on humanity to um and and its propensity to want to be ruled and enslaved and controlled mm-hmm. um and as as i said i don't think that the 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 people at the top of the hierarchy are any different because they're enslaved by their power it's two sides of the exact same coin they are equally lost if they lose their power they're living in just as much fear of losing their power as you live in fear on the um, uh, of of the repercussions of not adhering to their beliefs and authoritarian rule. So the the big mystery is how did we get here? Um and, and, and why do we stay enough? here? <laughs> and why do we stay here? <laughs> and why do we stay here? Because <laughs> I mean so damn, damn uncomfortable. About- yeah, but I think about I
0: think a lot of people do like the security and the comfort sure. of having some sort of hierarchical system that uh, plans their life that that yeah. I don't have to I don't have to independently create. I don't have to worry this thing will take care of me. I think we're seeing that more and more and more. Yeah. And, and so I, I think we're we're definitely participating in this. and, and I completely agree. This is in every aspect of our life. And I think the reason we're having this conversation, specifically in this podcast, is because it's so important to actually see it. Because I think a lot of people don't see it because mm-hmm. it starts very early. You go to school, and mm-hmm. what, well, you know, school has a controlling hierarchy. And, of course. In, and kids don't know any different. That's what it is. And, you know, the yeah. principal won't let me wear my T-shirt or whatever it is that's happening there. And and I have to obey, and I've got all these rules. And, oh, my gosh, I saw my own girls grow up in some of these schools. And, um, you know, they had to walk like this or to stay apart or, you know, they, they were separated at lunch and all this stuff that this controlling hierarchy mm-hmm. was was programming them. And so I think we just grow up. Knowing, thinking this is our reality. This is our reality, but we're creating it, right? I mean, like yes. we're 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 not just completely innocent. I can't believe this is happening to me. We are holding up the structure by our like obedience to it.
1: It's we're all suffering from PTSD.
0: <laughs> I would say more about that.
1: Well, the 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 desire to just. I mean there is this spiritual aspect of surrender that's the natural aspect of surrendering to your journey but that gets transposed to surrendering to a higher surrendering to an authority who's going to tell you what to do and the desire for that comes out of being wounded and hurt mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. in pain and um you know it's 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 comforting um and and there and and it's not that when one is on their own journey it's not about surrender <laughs> it, it very much is um but you're surrendering to something that is that is intrinsic to you you're not surrendering to something outside of you you're surrendering to your own truth and your own journey and we've been so separated from that that it's it's hard for people to find comfort in that. It's more comforting to feel like, well, you know, I can fall into this organization and, you know, I feel loved and I feel cared for. Um, and that should be an aspect of how we treat each other anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so a lot of that is just the absence of compassion and selfless service in, in the world. Um, most service is very, very much has a agenda to it. Um, you know, I'll give you this, but I want you to convert to my belief system. Um, you know, we'll give you this, um, scholarship, but you have to believe our scientific principles. If You deviate from that.
0: (laughs) You're ejected.
1: (laughs) You're ejected.
0: (laughs) No more scholarship.
1: Yeah. So, so I, I think it's a confused state, and it comes out of trauma. I mean, I've helped a lot of uh, a lot of people who are exiting from uh, cult experiences, and the very first thing I tell them is they don't even recognize this. So first of all, you have to acknowledge that you're suffering from PTSD. You're suffering from trauma, and um, if it's a physical injury. Um, you don't go and re-injure yourself. You know, for God's sake, don't join another cult to replace the old one. You know, get in a safe environment, a safe place, and heal, and and recover your own spirit, spiritual sovereignty, and figure out what your journey is. Um, about half the time, they go back and find another organization to join. <laughs> Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. it 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 just it it just seems like we have been genetically ingrained and culturally um just infused with this desire to be um uh to be ruled and controlled and told what to believe um and and want to believe what we're told because if we don't then we won't be part of the club. We won't be part of we'll, we'll be alienated.
0: So I have two questions. The first is on the lines of the trauma. So
1: mm.
0: how did we all get traumatized? I know I know why how some people get traumatized with child abuse and you know those kinds of horrific things. I think things. it's
1: spiritual trauma. I think okay. that when you're persistently told that y- y- your self-worth, your spirit your presence is insignificant um that's harmful when you're told that um you know your journey is not relevant you need to do this instead um that's hurtful to the spirit so i think it's it's a spiritual trauma yes there's also physical and psychological trauma and and the world has plenty of that as well but there there is a, a spiritual aspect of trauma where at a very early age we're just told, you know, stop and stop daydreaming.
0: <laughs> right. Stop dreaming. And I think, I think if you look around, like toddlers are handed iPads and, you know, they're yeah. they're electronically indoctrinated very, very, very young. And so they never have this experience of even exploring their imagination. Mm. Um, yep. I worry a lot about that. So, what what about the the human spirit that never explores its own imagination yep. and has just been replaced by electronics? And I, I think that that is on purpose by the controlling hierarchies. Um,
1: it seems to be accelerating. That they seem to be refining refining the techniques. But the the reality is, it's not like we haven't been here before. Uh huh. Um, every major hierarchical every major hierarchical structure has created under its own weight throughout history from you know mesopotamian you know empires Sumerians, the egyptians um the roman empire uh they've they've all buckled under their own weight because the hierarchy gets um increasingly more incompetent <laughs> and um Their ability to to maintain control falls apart. You know, I I read Machiavelli not because I thought Machiavelli what he was talking about was awesome. I don't even think he thought what he was writing about was was a good thing. I think he was describing all the ways that hierarchies fail and the things that hierarchs, princes, kings need to worry about in order to maintain control of the population and all of those things come to pass jokingly compare it to the wily coyote roadrunner cartoon you know no matter how many acne products (laughs) he gets it's either an anvil or falls off a cliff or hit by a truck or smashes into a (laughs) into a rock you know he get he always gets it in the end and machiavelli is sort of a very serious version of of that that allegory um and then what happens is humanity goes through cycles where you know when these hierarchies fail we're back to we're back to you know minimal society um living closer to the earth until the next person raises up their head and says hey i remember we you know, I remember how to do this. Let's do it again let's let's control the population again. Um, that doesn't answer the question why why and how do we get here and why do we keep doing it to ourselves? Yeah, um, and I know offline we had some some conversations about that. I'm happy to delve into that, but maybe we need to talk a little bit more about the characteristics of this of how hierarchies persistently Interfere with our with the individual sp- essence of the the spiritual individual. Yeah,
0: let's do that first. Yeah. I because I think so many people are so fooled by if just the right people get in power, mm-hmm. everything would be great. Or if we just replace capitalism with socialism or with communism or with some other form, everything's gonna be fine. Savior it, syndrome. It, it's like, <laughs> when the idea of consciousness doesn't change at all, just yeah. some a form of government, I hear it all the time. Yeah, We have just the wrong form, uh, economic system form. We just have the wrong form of government. If we fix all that, it's all outside of ourselves and it's all yeah. the same thing. It's just trading one controlling hierarchy for another controlling hierarchy, which yes. as you say, will eventually build itself up to some point that will fall on its own weight and start all, us all over again, you know and and so we just we just can't we just can't seem to see this. So um, let's talk about how, like you said, let's talk about how the controlling hierarchies show up and what they do and how they keep us from our from our isness.
1: Yeah, well, when we talk about the principles of isness, our essence exists in the moment. The, the essence of our consciousness is a dimensionless, timeless presence in our reality. We're here to experience this moment. First and foremost, we are under a constant assault to not live in the present moment. Persistent external forces and the sources of that is hierarchical in nature. It's coming from um, religious organizations, religious hierarchies, government hierarchies. You know, uh, the news media, which is very much a hierarchy. I mean, it's controlled by what? Is it down to a single corporation <laughs> that owns think, them all? I mean, I don't be. know. I don't know. We were at
0: six for a while, but there's, I'm not really sure. There,
1: there seems to be only two or three large corporations that are funding them through advertising. So yeah, like, and I think there's two or that. three that are
0: funding everything, but they <laughs> yeah. certainly control our mind. We know yes. that. Yes, but
1: but but the but the, there seems. To be a conscious effort to keep humanity from living in the moment and embracing the present—that's um, that's the the frontal assault on on every conscious being in the universe. Is that um, we're we're and it and it the the tools are trauma and fear. You know, you want to create. As much fear of the future as possible and as much trauma in the present and in the past to propel you to submit to avoid what you're fearful might happen in the future how do you get to being in the moment and the 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 underlying premise of that within hierarchies is that hu- humanity is just they're just cattle um they're they're not worthy. They're dirty. They're fallen, um, and uh, not that the people in the authoritarian hierarchy command are any better, of course. But um, you know, somebody needs to get control of of the unwashed masses, and so, yeah, so
0: I want to pause for a second because I can see this in um, I can see this in education. You are mm-hmm. uneducated. We need to educate you. I can see this yeah. in science. Your body isn't good enough. We need to medicate it.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: We need to implant chips. We need to yeah. we need to make you more <laughs> super because, you know, you're you're you've, you're very very flawed. Um yeah. I can see this in government where you guys can't organize yourselves. You're just yeah. completely I mean, it it would be complete chaos if it weren't for us. You need us. And religion where, you know, it's like you have to um you, you you are a sinner, or you are you are flawed. You're inherently evil. You're inherently evil. Yeah, or you succumb to evil. So it's it's hap- it happens in in every dimension, and I I think people see it in religion. I don't think they see it so much in science. I don't think they see it so much in God,
1: it's prevalent. It's, it's prevalent. everywhere. It's it's yeah. everywhere. It's there. It's a persistent barrage of declaring your unworthiness, keeping you in. The state of trauma and fear, and out of embracing your sacred presence and providing the savior, you know, you need this, you need these rules, you need these belief systems, you need this science, which which all this science now is allegedly settled. So there's no more scientific inquiry. So don't ask questions.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The science has settled. Well, I think we saw a lot of this. I, I I know it's kind of a sensitive topic, but I think we saw a lot lot of this in the last few years with mm. the way the whole COVID thing was handled because it was like yeah. fear, 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 separation, separation, separation. Yeah. Only listen to me. Only listen to me. And and people were like, oh, you know, I'll listen to you because oh, it was n-
1: classic. It was a classic. It was classic because they divided. They divided the population. I heard people say unvaccinated people should go to jail or should not be allowed to make money or, you know, there was just huge. It was, it, I, I marveled at it. I, I was out here in the Texas Hill country and it's a bunch of ranchers. We weren't really paying attention to it, We we look at it and watch people come into towns, tourist town and just like, really?
0: (laughs) It was a classic controlling hierarchy. Yeah, and and people people submitted in in every way, and but it's not the only one. We're doing it all the time.
1: No, it, As, but it but it it was a it was a textbook example. Yes, of how how a scientific hierarchy can swoop in and use all the all the tools in the book to create trauma, create fear, divide the population, and create a savior. Um. And and an elusive, an elusive goal, which was, if you do what we say, this whole thing stops and we can all go back to normal, which was as elusive then as it is now.
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's it's a formula, and I think it's important that we recognize, start recognizing these formulas, and kind of wake up to them to see this is not in line with my divinity. This is not in line with who I am as a human in this manifestation with the the divine nature that I am. And mm-hmm. I don't need to give up who I am to any of this. Yes. I guess my question to you though is, is this a matter of eliminating controlling hierarchies or is this a matter of being present even though controlling hierarchies are everywhere?
1: Well, it's a little hard to single-handedly eliminate well for sure
0: <laughs> i mean it could have a, a revolt a I, re- revolution
1: I, well you know what um i i love the the there there's a, a... i i'm not that steeped in jewish traditions but there's a belief in judaism if there's enough there's like 10 people in the world who get it can save humanity um I think we need more than ten, but um but there is something along those lines, but I uh, you know it it's in, it's imperative for everyone to just persistently bring their attention back to their self and realize i'm I'm part of a univ- you know, the universe you know if I treat somebody one way, I'm treating myself that way um and, and start adhering to those principles. I mean, we all slip and fall and have emotions. We're human. Life is messy. But it's about persistently getting back to that. Um, as far as hierarchies are concerned, they're all ultimately crash and burn on their own. Um, I don't think that um, proclaiming a revolution to take down hierarchies is Going to yeah. is going to solve it. I'm more interested in let's start building the structures to pick up the pieces when they crash and burn this.
0: Okay, that we know that the controlling Harkies are going to yeah. crash and burn. So you're saying your concern is in keeping whatever wisdom we have, yes, so that when we rebuild this next time, when NEO. Faces the architect yes. <laughs> after seventh a, a, a time that he makes the right choice or the choice that will end up freeing humanity, I should say.
1: And I don't, I don't think we we wait till till things come crashing down. I think they're they're doing a good job crashing down now. I think you start building those kind of things as best you can today.
0: Yeah, many people talk about creating an alternate society, an alternate. Yes. Uh, Community,
1: alternate technology, let's get back to the original internet, which was not a centralized, it was a peer to peer distributed network and start building community networks and, you know, stop letting the three big carriers control the internet backbone, you know, Um, let's, let's move our energy and food production back into our communities um, and stop reliance on supply chains because those are the things that are going to crash and burn. We all starve. You know, let's start doing that. These are things we can start doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so this is the engineer talking who watched the 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 beauty of the internet as a truly decentralized technology become taken over by um you know, the last mile was taken over by three, four companies. And then the backbone is controlled by a handful of large carriers. Um, and now the content on the Internet is completely curated. And everything you search is, is cataloged and used as information to profile you. I mean, that wasn't the Internet when I started using it and working on it. Um, and building and sadly the technology that i worked on helped um speed it up so speed up bandwidth so all these all these great things could be built on top of it. so Mm. i i I had no idea that was the intent Mm. but apparently Mm. that was Mm. Um, but um you know we don't sit around and wait for a savior to save the day any more than we sit around and wait for everything to crash and burn, we really have to find our communities and start building out, not only communities that honor the sovereignty in individuals, but sovereign communities that that create depend, in, independent abilities to live, to eat, communicate, eat and cool their homes, light their streets, educate their children, um, you know, get as far away from a centrally controlled or globally controlled hierarchy as possible. So I, I think that we can do today, and that builds, you know, pockets of infrastructure that survive when things go down. Now, I live in in a right right now. I live in my travel trailer on ten acres of land, and you know, I'm the last one to realize the power's out. My well stays charged for days. My lights still work. It's not till I go grind coffee in the morning I realize, oh, the power is down. (laughs) Um,
0: and that's because you have your run off batteries. (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. (laughs) Um. So uh, the we we really need as communities to build that independent capability, especially food, um, and especially information, um, and communications, um, with the technologies there for us to do that, start building. Um, so
0: withdrawing our participation in these large controlling hierarchies to the extent we can find our small communities. And there has to be some sort of fail safe method there so that we don't, within even our small community some sort of uh.
1: <laughs> controlling
0: hierarchy doesn't start to form <laughs> isn't
1: that in isn't, isn't that always the case there's always somebody I mean I worked in food co-ops when I was going to college and there's always somebody in the food co-op would and say I'm going to control this whole thing
0: yeah I know <laughs> I'm in
1: charge of this cooperative so it
0: really it, I think I think consciousness <laughs> really matters because I I think consciousness really matters because the form that we have in our world is, an picturing of our consciousness. So yes. if we don't change our consciousness, we're going to create another, the same thing. It yeah. happens. And, and so I think that's one of the reasons we sustain yeah. it. But so something has to happen it, so that we say, isness is who I am. And I want to be around a bunch of people who who know that isness is who I am. Yeah. And, that we're, that, and that is going to be a central tenet to this community. And so in, in any time a controlling hierarchy looks like it's starting to form, we have some sort of, some sort of, Something to to come back to who we are.
1: It it yeah. It so it 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 really boils down to each individual, and you know I I think we have to figure out how to raise children right again. Right to to raise them to to not lose their wonder of the world. You know the most amazing experience I ever had was looking in the eyes of my newly born firstborn son. And it just, it stunned me because there was a look there that just, you don't, you won't, you won't see again.
0: It's amazing. It, yeah. I mean, the, the newborn baby, which all of us used to be. Mm-hmm. So it's not just your son or my daughter. Yeah. It, it's that we all came in with those eyes. Yeah. I remember also saying my firstborn child, when I was walking her in her stroller, just along the street, and the wind was blowing a little bit, and the leaves were quaking, and I just saw in her eyes they were mm. just like wide open and just taking it all in. Yeah. That was isness, you know. That oh was yeah, that's complete childlike
1: wonder, hundred yep. percent
0: presence. Yeah. And we all came in that way, and then we're kind of handed all these these tools, and 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 yeah. I, I think I think even even the we talked about trauma. I think I think the process of growing up. Is trauma after trauma after trauma, and yes. I think you're right. It's not just about abuse; it's about it's about severing your connection with yourself. Yes, and and having and and as suddenly now, the leaves that are quaking in the wind are kind of a background. And what's more important is what did mm. Johnny say about my shirt today? You know, yep. yeah,
1: yeah. It's essential for if we are to go to the trouble of building communities that honor sovereignty to embrace that childlike wonder yeah in the moment and if you and if if you lose that and you start thinking about you know because what what do i need to do to become a productive responsible citizen
0: that's the i mean that's <laughs> i mean i've just really recently awakened as old as i am to the recognition that that was the machine that I was grinded through
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that I was programmed from the beginning to be a productive citizen in some way to work for a corporation. Yeah. And I mean, I, I got that from my parents, not that they were trying to enslave me, but that's what they knew. And, and it's like, well, you know, if you can't make it on your own, you got to always go work for a corporation. And the minute you do that, you're in another controlling hierarchy. It can look like freedom, it can look like money, benefits, all that kind of stuff, but really it's a controlling hierarchy that you're agreeing to be a yeah. part of. Yeah. And and we do it for our survival. And we do it because we don't think we have any other options. And and that's the mind game that's been played on us all this time. You like you said, you're you're not good enough to make it on your own. You need us in order to survive. It doesn't sound like that overtly, but that's what it is. Yes, that's yeah. what it is over and over and over again. And I, I, the reason I was so excited to have this conversation with you because I do think, I think we're probably always at this precipice, but it just feels like it's very, very daunting now. Like, like we have, if if we don't awake, if, if enough of us don't wake up to this right now, that you know we're we're going to go in a direction that we may not even be aware enough to regret <laughs> but looking yeah. at it now i would say we would regret it where you know transhumanism and the digital everything the one world everything i mean talking about losing the sovereignty of nations and just having this one thing oh my gosh it's like we're doing the ultimate controlling hierarchy but people are so fooled so i think what happens is this third principle about we are all one Mm-hmm. I think it's hijacked. I think people believe that we are all one means can mean that we all just have to kind of agree to subject ourselves to this controlling
1: hierarchy. Ah, uh, but if you don't then then you need to be expunged. Exactly.
0: We are all one and you are not.
1: <laughs> and you're not part of the club. Right. No, it's 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 I, I I've 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 found not only a lot of this sort of sort of new age spirituality, but our our new age of politics is just being overwhelmed with narcissism, uh-huh, you know it, it, it's it's a misplaced isness. It's like it's all about me and my feelings. and um, and so I'm going to be embraced by a club that's going to protect me, protect my feelings, because it's all about my feelings. And the, you, we confuse our feelings with who we are. And so we've, we've created this new sort of collective, it's like a synthetic collective consciousness that revolves around this narcissism of a, of a particular belief system. And you know, now we have to be very careful what we say. Can't even tell jokes anymore. It's so sad. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, you know, and of course you don't want to be purposefully insulting,
1: but of course not. But of course let, not
0: because of the, you know, the golden rule like we talked about. But
1: unless unless it's it's unless it's people who are not part of our collective Oh,
0: then universe. it's okay. <laughs>
1: then you can be as insulting as you want. Oh, yeah, you can be as, you, as, as insulting you as you want.
0: And we've seen yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think I think this is a really good point that our feelings are not who we are. That is right. such a good point. And even the fact that that is um, out there that people are being told that their feelings matter so much that everybody needs to organize around them that is contrary to isness. That is contrary it's to our divine nature. Into, yes, that it in, is a it is a programming.
1: That is that is now the social norm, is that we we need to we're not respecting the spirit, the sovereignty of the spirit in everybody. We're tiptoeing around everybody's feelings. As if the feelings are what manifests around your essence. It's what you've manifested around your essence. It's not you. It's what you radiate. Right, right. Right. And 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 it's what propagates through the ether and affects everybody else and poisons the environment. And that's that's not spiritual spiritually enlightenment at all, although they would tell you it is. And it's not honoring the sovereignty of the individual because if they confront somebody who is very different in belief with them, they don't honor the the divine aspect within them there's you know i i, I like to I, I i like to rewrite that song you know looking for love in all the wrong places they're looking for hate in all the wrong places yeah <laughs> you know yeah yeah um and calling everyone else hateful and you know as i always say there's plenty of hate to go around you know where's where's the love where's the honoring of the sovereignty and that's, you're right, and it, it's it's fascinating how this whole concept of universal consciousness has been hijacked. It sort of aligns with the Gnostic view of the Demiurge, who came in and infected humanity and created a sort of artificial reality for humanity to control and rule them. And it's almost like the Demiurge came and infected this universal consciousness and said well we're going to create a club and either you're in or you're out if you're in then and you follow the rules then you're part of the universal our universal artificial universal consciousness and if you're out oh god hell brimstone fire imprisonment so on and that that allegory from the gnostic traditions i think is really really powerful in 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 what you what you just described because it it describes that exactly that demiurge is this viral you know higher artificially intelligent thing created by accident by the goddess who came to save her creation on earth and she mistakenly created this demiurge that infected us and created this artificial Uh, It's it's beautiful mythology, whether it's real or not. It doesn't, but it's it's it's, an interesting allegory, if
0: nothing else. I I I think that I think that I like what kind of what you say. I think that this idea, because I see this with spiritual people all the time, that it's it's about being part of the universal, you know, oneness, and so it's about the group but it's a mimic it's a it's an imitation it's an imitation of what oneness is because oneness is the sovereign spirit being one with other sovereign spirits right i mean it's like it's not like m- melting out our who we are as individual aspects of the divine yeah it it's it's about keeping our ourselves as a whole and honoring Others, but also knowing that what we do to others harms us. It's been hijacked. Like the spiritual thing to do is to honor your feelings no matter what. The spiritual thing to do is to, um, all of us as a group do this one thing. The spiritual thing to do is to form one world government. I feel like there's something about spiritual people um, that have are, are not getting this not getting well, maybe, this thing
1: maybe maybe it's because they're missing the the journey okay. realizing that you're you're on an infinite and unique journey it's your own it's not somebody else's nor is somebody else on your journey so while you honor the sovereignty of other spirits you also are on your own unique journey and they're on theirs so that doesn't necessarily mean that we're all going to be in unison in terms of our feelings and our thoughts and our actions does it and really what you were describing is not honoring this sovereignty of the human spirit which is the singular essence consciousness your presence your 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 present existence here and now it's honoring something you said 10 minutes ago <laughs> that hurt my feelings <laughs> or what you might do to me in the future. So now mm-hmm. we're we're back to to living in the past and the future, living on the words of what was said before and worrying about what will be said in the future rather than just embracing the moment.
0: Okay, And, and
1: so so I, I think that I think that kind of helps. Flesh out what the disconnection is in this demiurge-infected universal, artificial universal consciousness.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now I'm an optimist, so I I feel I I feel like we we're going to make our way out of this.
1: I believe in humanity. We we seem to persist and pull it off. And the wisdom of the past, though it's often lost, is not totally lost it's it's still there to be found. And I in my 10, 15 year journey writing this book, I I was pleased to see that there are remnants of it. Well breadcrumbs in every culture uh-huh. that 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 tell us this is what happened before. It can happen and will happen again. And here's what you do as a spirit being, as a sovereign spirit being to persistently navigate it. Um, so the answers are there. We can't change the world, but we can change how we react to it.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, I, I think what we're saying though, is yes, we can't change people, places and things. We can't change the outer. We, we can wait for all the hierarchies to come down and then rebuild. But I mean, who knows if we'll be around for that, but we can remove our agreement to be, controlled by hierarchies to the extent that we can. That's one Mm -hmm. thing that we can do. We can learn how to raise our children in ways that honor their unique divine, just in awe of all life, Nature, And I I think that would, for me, I think that would probably mean not having them in the controlling hierarchy education (laughs) system. (laughs) No. Um, So we need to find ways to uh, cultivate our own food so that we're not subjected to the way the controlling hierarchy controls food. Um, So those are some things we can do because I can also see spiritually minded people saying, well... To heck with all of that, I'm not going to let any of that bother me, even if I'm controlled by hierarchies. I can just be present in the moment and I can be present in the moment and and not not do anything. Do you know what I'm saying? Like
1: people well, could being do- present in the moment takes a lot of work and effort. So that is doing something, but okay? okay it, it will force you to do something in response to um a, a a external influence that wants you to stop being in the moment. So,
0: got it. Okay. How
1: do you? What do you do to persist in that state?
0: Right. So, the state of isness would awaken you, one to the fact that there are controlling hierarchies that are trying to keep them from that state, and so that would cause you to be in action to remove yourself.
1: I don't like the word awaken because it sounds like an achievement. It is a persistent thing. It's messy as all get out. It's hard because we have persistent attacks to not be in the present. So it's just persistently getting back to the Okay,
0: I get that. I mean, when I think about awaken, I think it's continually, but I do get yes. that. But the idea that people say, well, I'm awake now. Well, that's <laughs> that does sound like a goal. It sounds yes. like it's done. And sounds. there's another awakening moment and <laughs> yeah. another awakening moment and there's another awakening moment. <clears throat> yeah. So it really is a continuum, but it's just not the way it sounds. So your preferred word is persistent, like persistent yeah. presence.
1: If you're awake now, wait till later, you'll be even more awake and it'll be amazing until right, right, you awaken right. again, and then it'll be even more amazing. And
0: right, right. I mean, I've, I've, I've told people, I said, you know, the prayer that I've put out to the universe is to see more, to see more truth that I have not been able to see, yeah. to see more of what is reality. And I get, I, I, I'm i in this process of awakening where I, I, I get a glimpse of this, and it's, oh, my gosh, the world is so much different than I thought. And then I kind of get into a state of, of uh, you know, it feels pretty normal, so kind of a structured state, and then I'm awakened to something else, and I'm awakened to something else. It's yeah. constant.
1: It it is. That's the beauty of the infinite journey. There is no end. Yes. <laughs> infinite yeah. possibilities, and there is no end. There's no yeah. resting point where you can say, "Oh, I've, I've, I've achieved nirvana. I've settled all scientific quandaries. The science and- is settled." <laughs> and and science is settled and i we now know everything and i can just be an awakened being yeah um it's life is life is not that neat and it's it's messy yeah there's a constant challenge and i don't know but what it's intended to be a persistent assault on our on our present state um it seems like historically biblically scripturally there was persistent tampering with our genetics our reality our civilization um i don't know how much that i mean this much we know because it's well as they say it is written <laughs>
0: It is written so that yeah, because I've heard I've heard many people many people talk about the gen- there's some sort of genetic manipulation that happened well, in in our species that has caused us to be the Adam
1: and Eve story is yeah. about genetic engineering you know, yeah, the, yeah the Elohim or plural there's not a singular word yeah. um, you know Yahweh was a
0: one of one of yeah, the Elohim. very
1: jealous very jealous God who yeah. demanded that his ordained rulers created genocide on the countryside and wiped out entire populations. And if they weren't willing to do it, he would remove that King and replace him with another. I mean, obviously there was a lot of tampering with humanity at the higher and create, to create a hierarchically um, subjugated, subjugated (laughs) masses. And, you know, I read those, those things, Like a history book, like yeah, this is uh, we need to know this so we are aware of where we came from and we can hopefully resist it happening to that degree again. But
0: (laughs) and and I think that we, I think that we are powerful beyond what we know, and I don't mean that in power over, I mean, in terms of our divine nature, I, I think that whatever was manipulated or, or what, to me, it sounds, to me, it, it's like the, the our governor has been kind of like, <laughs> we got a governor <laughs> on us, you know, we've been tamped down. And, but I do believe that if I I do believe that, that we, if, if we choose to take the path of reali- realizing our isness, the, the nature of who we are, yeah we we are a real threat, powerfully to the controlling hierarchy. we yeah. we we are so infinitely amazingly powerful. And it's just a matter of, you know, being that, recognizing that, being on the path. and what did you say persistently? You
1: know, persistently
0: choosing that.
1: They're persistent, so we need to be persistent right back.
0: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that's right. what
1: meditation teaches you to do is to persistently redirect and bring your attention back to your center, your source. Okay. And, and it's, it's an ongoing thing. It's not something you do for 10 years and then you achieve it. It's something you continue to persist at.
0: Okay. All right. So even though there is no beginning or end, we do have to end our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have any last, last words that you want to say?
1: i would just encourage people to seek their own truth and when when i sign my books i always tell people may you embrace your journey with with childlike innocence i love it and childlike wonder yeah and i I think getting you know persistently bringing that state is important And if you're interested in my book um Uh, I have a website, michaelcoyote.com. It's K-O-Y-O-T-I. There's links to it there. I'm moving away from the hierarchical control of Amazon Mm -hmm. and moving to a direct sell, but that's going to take another month or two. It is available on Amazon and will likely continue to be. But I'd I'd love for people to visit and correspond uh, with me on my site and hopefully build a community because i'm really curious about others thoughts and ideas on this and their and their their perspective from their unique journeys and i appreciate yours carol this was this was great conversation it's
0: really interesting conversation yeah and i'll have whatever links you want on the podcast page so great, great thank you so much michael thank you everyone for listening And I just think we just take this to heart. Embrace uh, the present moment with childlike wonder. And um, I now close the Spiritual Forum. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, you can let me know by leaving a positive rating and review on your favorite podcast app or make a tax-deductible donation at thespiritualforum.org. The Spiritual Forum is a podcast, prayer, and retreat ministry affiliated with Unity Worldwide Ministries. Thank you again for being a part of the Spiritual Forum community, and remember, you are an amazing, divine, and powerful being.